Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Old Testament. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll be using for the text the Joseph Smith translation of the Old Testament, along with many commentaries from general authorities of the Church, BYU professors, Bible scholars, and others. This format will be very detailed, and so if you want a deep analysis of the Old Testament, you come to the right place. Thanks for your attendance. Hi, and welcome back. This will be for Isaiah chapter 4. Verse 1 actually belongs with the previous chapter. And in that day, seven women, this shows the scarcity of men after the battle, or seven may be symbolic or literal, shall take hold of one man, saying, We will eat our own bread and wear our own apparel. Only let us be called by thy name to take away our reproach i.e. the stigma of being unmarried and childless. The conditions under which these women would accept this marriage are contrary to the Lord's order of marriage. In the proper covenant relationship, the husband is supposed to take care of the wife. In section 132, it says, Seven women, meaning simply a lot of women, will request a man's hand in marriage. Economic problems will be such that these women will be willing to provide their own food and clothing, contrary to the usual marriage customs. According to the Hebrew scriptures, a man was required to provide a wife with food and clothing. But in this case, Isaiah observes that the women are willing to waive that right. Having a good knowledge of the importance of marriage, they request a man to take away their reproach. In Isaiah's day, and indeed in many parts of the Near East today, it was and is a disgrace to remain unmarried. That was out of the Book of Mormon's compendium by the by Sidney Sperry. Verse 2, In that day shall the branch, Jesus Christ is called the branch, also an offshoot of the house of Israel, is often called a righteous branch, of the Lord be beautiful and glorious, and the fruit of the earth, i.e. the earth will be renewed and will be productive, prosperous, and beautiful, excellent and comely to them that are escaped of Israel. Survivors of the coming destruction, the escaped of Israel, will consist of both Jews and other members of the house of Israel. In Doctrine and Covenants 133, it says, Watch therefore, for ye know neither the day nor the hour. Let them therefore who are among the Gentiles flee unto Zion, and let them who be of Judah flee unto Jerusalem, unto the mountains of the Lord's house. The fruit are the righteous of Israel who are true temple worshippers, for they shall be called holy or a temple people. Verse 3, And it shall come to pass, they that are left in Zion and remaineth in Jerusalem shall be called holy, every one that is written among the living in Jerusalem, i.e. those saved by approval by the, uh, by appro- approval of the Messiah. It is significant that the survivors of God's judgment will be a temple-oriented people, for it is their temple orientation that will help them escape his judgments. We have been commanded, Stand ye in holy places, and be not moved until the day of the Lord come, for behold, it cometh quickly. Moroni quotes Uh, verses 4 and 5. When Moroni visited Joseph Smith, he quoted 4 and 5 and said that this prophecy was soon to be fulfilled. And here they are. When the Lord shall have washed away the filth of the daughters of Zion, or cleansed the earth, and shall have purged the blood of Jerusalem from the midst thereof by the spirit of judgment and by the spirit of burning, the second coming, being cleansed, is a process in which the Holy Ghost plays a prominent role. Joseph Smith taught that as the Holy Ghost falls upon one of the literal seed of Abraham, it is calm and serene, and one and his whole soul is and body are only exercised by the pure spirit of intelligence, while the effect of the Holy Ghost upon a Gentile is to purge out the old blood and make him actually of the seed of Abraham. 
The glory of Zion shall be her defense. Elder Orson Pratt suggested that the fulfillment of Isaiah's prophecy would be literal. The time is to come when God will meet with all the congregations of his saints and to show his approval and that he does love them, he will work a miracle by covering them in the cloud of his glory. I do not mean something that is invisible, but I mean that same order of things which once existed on the earth so far as the tabernacle of Moses was concerned, which was carried in the midst of the children of Israel as they journeyed in the wilderness. But in the latter days there will be a people so pure in Mount Zion and with a house established upon the, ho- the tops of the mountains, that God will manifest himself not only in their temple and upon all their assemblies with a visible cloud during the day, but when the night shall come, if they shall be assembled for worship, God will meet with them by his pillar of fire. And when they retire to their habitations, behold, each habitation will be lighted up by the glory of God, a pillar of flaming fire by night. Did you ever hear of any city that was thus favored and blessed since the day that Isaiah delivered the- this prophecy? No, it is a latter-day work, one that God God must consummate in the latter times when he begins to reveal himself and show forth his power among the nations. That was out of the Journal of Discourses, volume 16, page 82, in case you want to look it up. Verse 5, And the Lord will create upon every dwelling place of Mount Zion and upon her assemblies a cloud and smoke by day and the shining of a flaming fire by night. For upon all, or everyone, the glory of Zion shall be a defense. This should read canopy, thus Zion and her habitations shall be protected by God from spiritual harm in the same way that individuals are protected from physical harm by seeking shelter during the heat of the day or in great storms. And there shall be a tabernacle for a shadow in the daytime from the heat and from for a, from a place of refuge and for a covert from storm and from rain. The storms remove the wicked out of their places as chaff is removed from the, from the wheat, while the righteous, like wheat, are gathered into protected units and preserved as in the Lord's temples and other holy places. Joseph Smith said, The time is soon coming when no man will have any peace but in Zion and her stakes. I saw men hunting the lives of their own sons and brother murdering brother, women killing their own daughters and daughters seeking the lives of their mothers. I saw armies arrayed against armies. I saw blood, desolation, fires. The Son of Man had said that the mother shall be against the daughters and the daughter against the mother. These things are at our doors. They will follow the saints of God from city to city. Satan will rage and the spirit of the devil is now enraged. I know not how soon these things will take place. Anyway, that was by Joseph Smith. That's the end of the chapter, and uh, we'll see you next time, and I can't wait for these amazing things. You know, and speaking about the flame, uh, uh, the pillar of fire by night and the smoke by day, if you pass by somebody's house and and you're at night and you see that their lights are on, what do you know? You know that they're home, right, and that they're awake, and uh, that if you pass by their home and you see uh, smoke coming out of the chimney, what do you know? They're home. Uh, So when we see the smoke and the pillar of fire, then that means that God is home with us. Anyway, see you next time. Bye.